Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Flyers Forecast. I'm your host, Steve Jacot, here to preview your Flyers week ahead for the week of November 15th. And what a week ahead it is for your Philadelphia Flyers. And this isn't part of the official schedule, but the alumni game is tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to seeing people there, listeners, readers of the site, you know, looking forward to having a great time tonight. And it's just, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Nice, no pressure hockey for everybody because it's Flyers versus Flyers. And whenever you get to see two thirds of the Legion of Doom together, it's a good time. As for games that count in the standings, starts on Tuesday the 16th versus the Calgary Flames. That's a 7 p.m. game on SN1 and NBC Sports Philadelphia, and I would imagine ESPN Plus. I would imagine it's not listed on the site, but I guess it's ESPN Plus if it's not nationally broadcast on TNT or NHL Network, which does NHL Network even count? I don't know. But regardless, Calgary Flames 16th, that is Hall of Fame night. Rick Tockett and Paul Holmgren are being inducted into the Flyers Hall of Fame. So that should be a wonderful evening and hopefully a competitive game against Calgary Flames, who are a pretty good hockey team. Thursday, November 18th, hosting the Tampa Bay Lightning 7 p.m. game. That's on SNE, SNO, SNP, NBCSP, and BSSUN. Lots of letters in there, but I got them all out there. That is also Hockey Fights Cancer Night, a wonderful evening. Always good to to celebrate uh, people who have uh, fought through the scourge that is cancer and also to uh, just raise awareness and honor those people that we have unfortunately lost to cancer. Saturday, November 20th versus the Boston Bruins, 7 p.m. game. Networks, NBC Sports Philadelphia, and NESN. Nesson, in case you want some Jack Edwards in your life. No thanks. It's also Star Wars night, so prepare for a lot of Star Wars puns and and gritty hijinks dressed up like Obi-Wan Kenobi or maybe Jabba the Hutt. I'd love an elaborate, gritty Jabba the Hutt costume. I don't think that's going to happen, but you never know. Sadly, Chewbacca himself, Jake Voracek, is no longer with the Philadelphia Flyers, so that's, uh, that is some tragedy right there. As for your Flyers, they currently sit at 7-4 to 16 points, 5th in the Metro, and standings, again, I'm not taking too much out of the standings right now, and it's a competitive division so far. Teams we thought were going to stink are doing pretty good, like the Devils and the Blue Jackets. The whole division's tough, and it's going to continue to be tough throughout, but as long as the Flyers continue to play tough and win series, well, we'll see what happens, but it's going to be tough all year long in the Metropolitan. Top scorers for the Flyers, Sean Couturier, 12 points, 5 goals, 7 assists for Coots. Claude Giroux, 12 points, 5 goals, 7 assists. 
Cam Atkinson, 8 points, 6 goals, 2 assists. Travis Konechny, the jerkstore himself, 8 points, 4 goals, 4 assists. And Justin Braun still in the top 5 scorers. That's right, Justin Braun. I can't believe it. 8 points, 1 goal, 7 assists. Getting a lot of apples on the top defensive pairing is Justin Braun. And to show you just how bad the Flyer scoring woes are right now, I literally just had to update Braun's assists from last week's sheet for the stats on here. That was the only Flyers field as far as scoring goes for the top scorers that I had to update. So get it together, guys. Let's get some goals. Your lines currently per cap friendly are Claude Giroux, Sean Couturier, and JVR on the top line. Joel Farabee, Kevin Hayes. That's right, Kevin Hayes is back. Oh, baby. And... You know, they kind of threw him into the fire on a, the end of the road trip in Dallas, maybe hoping that would provide a spark, but we're going to see what Kevin Hayes can bring to this lineup now that he's back in. Having that center depth is going to be very important, and it's just good to have him back. But the second line, Joel Farabee, Kevin Hayes, and Cam Atkinson. Third line, Broussard, Derek Broussard, Scott Lawton, and Travis Konechny. And your fourth line, Oscar Limbaum, Oski Boy, Nate Thompson, and Zach McEwen, Madman McEwen over here. I would not expect to see those lines tomorrow night against the Flames, frankly. I think they're going to mix it up. I don't think they worked very well in that last game. And we'll see what uh, Big Al and his crew can do. But it's uh, I would be very surprised if these were the same lines. I was thinking the same thing with defensive pairings, but then we just got breaking news as I was recording this that Ryan Ellis is week-to-week because week he got re-injured in the Stars game. Great to rush him back for a road game on the second night of a back-to-back. Just just tremendous. So I would expect the defensive pairings to go back what, to what they were, where it was Provorov and Braun, Ristolainen and Sanheim, and Keith Yandel with Nick Sealer. Just sucks that we're going back to this. We got a taste of Ellis back and then right back to, to where we were. Ugh. One final lineup note before we move on to the goaltending. Nicholas Abe-Kubel was put on waivers when Kevin Hayes came back and was subsequently claimed by the Colorado Avalanche. So RIPD to NAK. The NAKGB are mourning today because Nicholas Abe-Kubel is no longer a Philadelphia Flyer. Treat him well, Colorado. And it's it's a... You know, it's a, it's a difficult move there because I don't know if I would have necessarily held on to McEwen or Brown over NAK, but at the same time, he's been pretty bad the past year and a month or so, so it's it's not totally surprising, but you know, it's uh, it's always tough when you lose a, a young player who's shown promise in the past, but guess what? Not our problem anymore. Not somebody we have to think about until we play Colorado that whole two times a year we play them. As for goaltending, Carter Hart, 4-3-2, 9-31 save percentage, 2-3-2 GAA, and one shutout. Excellent in the Hurricanes game on Friday. He stole that one for the Flyers. I think Carter Hart is back. He looks tremendous, and you'll love to see it. Yeah, absolutely love to see it. Martin Jones, 3-1-0, 9-31 save percentage. Aw, twinsies. Just Spider-Man pointing at each other right there. Carter Hart and Martin Jones. 2-2-7 GAA. No shutouts for Martin Jones so far. It's just such a relief to see the goaltending be a point of pride and a positive for this team after everything they went through last year. So I, it's it feels good, man. It feels good. As far as injuries go, Wade Allison still out indefinitely with a high ankle sprain. Tanner Lezinski still... Well, he's missing the season, you know. It's, I can't say still out. He's missing the season. And Samuel Moran 
he is still out with his knee injury right now. And uh, again, when Samuel Moran's going to be ready, he'll probably be your seventh D man. But Wade Allison should. I mean, he'll probably replace Madman McEwen or Nate Thompson when he goes into the lineup, and I would expect it to be McEwen, but I would love Wade Allison to get back soon. That guy was just so exciting last year, brought just so much life to that dead season at the end of the season that I I just can't wait to see him again. And sadly, I'm going to have to add Ryan Ellis to this list, and he is week to week, and damn it, so close, yet so far. Ugh. Don't despair, though, folks, because Ryan Ellis, in the few games he did play, still has more points than Nolan Patrick and Phil Myers put together this season. Moving on to your first opponent of the week, the Calgary Flames, one of the best-dressed teams in the league. I always love those classic Flames unis. They are 8-3-4, 20 points, third in the Pacific. And in their previous meeting, the Flames shut down the Flyers. That was a 4-0 victory. Goals from Monaghan, Kachuk, Backlund, and Gaudreau. That traitor, that traitor Johnny Gaudreau. Why would you do this to us? Anderson, Lindholm, and Monaghan each had two points. Jacob Markstrom with the shutout against the Flyers. So that was not a pretty game. Hopefully this one goes much better. As for your top scorers on the Flames, Elias Lindholm is 16 points, 8 goals, 8 assists. Johnny Gaudreau, 15 points, 4 goals, 11 assists. Bring him home. Andrew Mangiapane, 12 points, 10 goals, 2 assists, and he's 6th in the NHL in goals, and uh, that's definitely a name to watch out for. Very goal-heavy for Mangiapane. Matthew Kachuk, the sound that the puck hits, hitting the back of the net. 12 points for Kachuk, 7 goals, 5 assists. And Oliver Kylington, 10 points, 2 goals, 8 assists. Your lines per cap friendly, Johnny Gaudreau, Johnny Hockey. Elias Lindholm and Matthew Kachuk make up the top line. Blake Coleman, Sean Monaghan, and Andrew Mangiapane make up the second line. Dylan Dubé, Mikhail Backlund, and Trevor Lewis make up the third line. And Milan Lucic, Brad Richardson, and Walker Durr make up the fourth line. On defense, they have Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson, Oliver Collington and Christopher Tanev, and Nikita Zadorov and Eric Goodbranson. Goaltending has been a highlight for this team. Jacob Markstrom currently 5-3-3, 935 save percent, 181 GAA, and four shutouts. I did a double take when I saw this. Four shutouts for Jacob Markstrom this early in the season. That's wild. Daniel Vildar, Darth Vader himself, 3-0-1, 933 save percentage, 196 GAA, and one shutout for Vladar. They are shutting out a lot of teams right now, and I would very much like to not see that be the Flyers again. And it's really, it couldn't be hitting at worst time, given the offensive struggles right now. Ugh, come on, give me a break. But, you know, this is, they got a couple days off. They got some home cooking coming up. This is where Big Al needs to shine. This is where the coaching staff really needs to come through, mix things up, motivate these guys, and fix this offense. Two injuries of note for the Calgary Flames. Brett Ritchie is on injured reserve, lower body injury, and Connor Zary is out with a broken ankle. Next opponent on the week, the Tampa Bay Lightning. It does not get easier, folks. 7-3-3, 17 points, fourth in the Atlantic, currently behind Detroit. I don't think that's going to last. If that lasts, I I don't even know what to say. I would lose a lot of money because I would not bet on that lasting. It's just not, it doesn't make sense. Scoring-wise, Steven Stamkos leading the way, 15 points, 7 goals, 8 assists. I guess he's staying healthy for once, so good for Steven Stamkos. Alex Kalorn, 13 points, 7 goals, 6 assists. Victor Hedman, 11 points, 2 goals, 9 assists. Braden Point has 10 points, 5 goals, 5 assists. 
Andre Palat, 9 points, 4 goals, 5 assists, and Anthony Sorelli also has 9 points, 3 goals, and 6 assists for Sorelli. Tampa Bay Lightning lines, Palat, Braden Point, and Anthony Sorelli on the top line. Alex Kalorn, Steven Stamkos, and Mateo Joseph make up your second line. Patrick Maroon, Pierre-Edouard Belmar, and Corey Perry make up your third line. That is the journeyman line there. Good God. Wow. Two ex-Flyers and a guy who, you know, probably is a Flyer in an alternate timeline because he is a jerk who scores goals. It's the right combination for Flyers fans right there. But, okay, that, that is a, a third line. And I was going to comment on Belmar making up their third center, but we've been dealing with Derek Broussard being our second center for the past month and a half, so I'm not one to talk. Boris Kachuk, Ross Colton, and Taylor Radish make up the fourth line for the Tampa Bay Lightning. On defense, they have Victor Hedman and Jan Ruta, Ryan McDonough and Zach Bogosian, and Mikhail Sergachev and Cal Foote. Goaltending, Andre Vasilevsky, 6'2 and 3, 921 save percentage and a 231 GAA. Brian Elliott, 1 1 and 0, 880 save percentage, 308 GAA. Hey, Brian Elliott, welcome home, buddy. Hope you're having a lot more fun with Tampa Bay than you were with the Flyers last year because it was not fun for Brian Elliott or really any of us last season. So, so you know, I hope he's doing well, but I hope he's not in a position to do well against the Flyers. Injuries. Eric Cernak currently has an upper body injury. Nikita Kucherov, he had underwent a procedure and will miss approximately 8 to 10 weeks. That was as of October 16th. And Jamal Smith, lower body injury, going to miss the first two weeks of the regular season. I, well, shouldn't he be coming back soon? I guess we'll find out. And that brings us to our final opponent of the week, the Boston Bruins. 8-5-0, 16 points, fifth in the Atlantic, also behind Detroit. That's right. Detroit is ahead of Boston and Tampa Bay. It's just, you know, up is down, mass pandemonium, dogs and cats living together. In their previous meeting, the Flyers won 6-3 with goals scored by Cam Atkinson, Joel Farabee, Scott Lawton, Travis Konechny, and Sean Couturier. Two-point nights for Atkinson, Broussard, Couturier, Farabee, and Keith Yandel. And RIPD, the fab line, they finally were broken apart. But, you know, they, they did great work for a little bit, and that night was one of those highlights for them. Bruins' goals in that game were scored by Carson Coleman, Taylor Hall, and Brad Marchand. Martin Jones had 37 saves on 40 shots. So that was a solid win for the Flyers and a real, just kind of exclamation point early in the season for that team. Top scorers for the Bruins, Brad Marchand leading the way, 19 points, 8 goals, 11 assists. And how appropriate is it that on Star Wars night, Salacious Crumb himself, Jabba the Hutt's little friend who just kind of laughs and snickers, is going to be in the house? That's, that's fantastic. So Salacious Crumb, 19 points, 8 goals, 11 assists. Patrice Bergeron, 13 points, 6 goals, 7 assists. David Pasternak, 13 points, 4 goals, 9 assists. So yet again... With the Boston Bruins, it's no surprise the quote-unquote perfection line is leading the way. And I say quote-unquote because I hate calling them the perfection line. I absolutely despise it. But my God, is that an incredible line of hockey players. Charlie McAvoy, 12 points, 3 goals, 9 assists. Finally, Taylor Hall, 9 points, 4 goals, 5 assists. Boston Bruin lines per cap friendly. Brad Marsham, Patrice Bergeron, and David Pasternak leading the way. Again, damn perfection line. They're just always there. Taylor Hall, Charlie Coyle, and Nick Foligno make up the second line. Jake DeBrusque, Tomas Nozick, and Oscar Steen make up the third line. And Anton Blyde, Eric Halla, and Carson Coleman make up the fourth line. 
On defense, Derek Forbort, all out of Forbort plates right now. My son is also named Forbort. And Charlie McAvoy, that is a Simpsons deep cut right there. But Derek Forbort and Charlie McAvoy make up your top pairing. Matt Greslick and Brandon Carlo are on the second pairing. And on the third pairing, Jakob Zaborl and Connor Clifton. Goaltending, the Bruins have Jeremy Swayman, who's 5-2-0, 9-14 save percentage, 2-1-6 GAA. And Linus Ulmark, who is 3-3-0, 9-0-3 save percentage, and a 3-0-1 GAA. So they're really splitting the workload over there in Boston right now. Although it certainly looks like numbers-wise, Swayman is the more reliable choice. And as far as injuries go, Trent Frederick is the only one listed, has an upper body injury. Finally, that brings us to the players of the week. Last week, I had Joel Farabee and Scott Lawton, and I did okay with these picks. They did okay. It, it just, it was kind of a tough week offensively for the Flyers. They got shut out against the Leafs. They had a tough time against the Dallas Stars. And while they beat the Carolina Hurricanes, it, it, they didn't put many points up. However, those two guys were instrumental in getting that win over the Hurricanes, so I will take that all day, every day. Joel Farabee had a goal in that game, five-hole, which was just a beaut, an absolutely fantastic goal from Farabee. I love that. And Lawton had an assist in that game, so uh, I'm giving myself partial credit. Not a true victory, but, you know, of the points the Flyers did have in that week, those guys were instrumental. This week, I'm not only going back to the well, but I'm going back to the first week of the season. I'm picking Sean Couturier and Cam Atkinson for my Player of the Week selections. I think Couturier, I mean, Couturier is great. He's always great. It's just a matter of, he didn't really have any points last week when it would have been nice. I think bounce back. I think we're going to see some points from Coots this week. And then Atkinson came out and started his Flyers career like a man on fire, just tremendous, scoring crazy goals left and right. And the goals seem to have dried up a little bit, which, I mean, it checks out given the fact that Atkinson was had a crazy high shooting percentage. But having Kevin Hayes back, I think, is going to help him a lot. And I'm expecting, I'm expecting some big things from Atkinson this week. So your Player of the Week selections for this week, Sean Couturier and Cam Atkinson. Folks, thanks so much for listening to The Forecast. If you have any feedback, the best place is on twitter.com.org.edu.ca. You can reach me at flyperbole or at estebomb, but if it's for hockey purposes, make it flyperbole. Follow the flyperbole Instagram. On Twitter, follow Broad Street Hockey and BSH Radio. Broad Street Hockey also on Instagram and on TikTok, so you can follow them there. Flyperbole not on TikTok because I'm too old to understand how it works. How does it work? I don't know. There's no way to tell. All right, folks, that's all I got. Stay safe out there, be kind and respectful, and until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good hockey. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical.